Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. everyone. It's so good to be back. I missed you all last week. I had a great trip and as usual, uh, you love when you're away and you also love when you return. And I hope all of you had a great couple of weeks and now we're back to the weekly show of the Higher Self Voice and we're in the middle of the In His Own Words section or arena. Uh, every week I'm bringing you the words of the those who are who brought in 2,000 years ago the infusion of the higher heart consciousness concept onto this planet. And this week we have Mariah's back. Just to remind those of you who have not been tuning in regularly or you're just a brand new listener, Marias is the fifth dimensional name for the individual Jesus who did carry out that higher heart consciousness concept 2,000 years ago. And if that statement confuses you, it means you probably are a new listener. And I would encourage you to go back and listen to all the shows from January 6, 2016 onward or forward. At some point, at, toward the end of 2016, I, I did begin to cover what it means, what I mean by the infusion of the, of the, the various major concepts on the planet, one of which was the higher heart consciousness concept. And then I move into the series of In His Own Words, dealing with the latest major infusion, which was this higher heart con- consciousness concept 2,000 years ago. So it would give you all better, if you're new or you're just sporadic, it a sporadic listener, either one is absolutely fine, but it would give you better understanding to start at the beginning of the information that is about the fifth dimensional reality for, for those of us who carry the dual soul nature. And it does start back in January 6, 2016. It kind of helps you build, a, you know, each show builds on the information from prior shows and therefore it gives you real context. It's, no matter what information you're picking up, if you come in, say, to a class on anything, a science class, a history class, anything, you come in right in the middle, uh, you're going to not really know exactly what's going on. Some of the words will seem strange. Some of the ideas and concepts will, will be unintelligible or whatever. And so it helps no matter what to go back and get the concept. So, of course, I would encourage you to go back and do that. Uh, If you want to jump in periodically, too, that, of course, is okay. There are no shoulds with this kind of thing, but context does help. And so, therefore, I do recommend it. Anyway, today will be the fourth time, I think it's the fourth time, that Joan reflected Marius and Today he has a very interesting message, and as hard as he tried to explain it, 
when I was rereading it to prepare for today, uh, I found it was difficult to grab onto it as solidly as I had wanted to, especially because I'm going on the show to share it with you all. So what I did was I did some pretty significant editing uh, to help with the clarity of the message. And the higher self did help me with that editing. So just understand that I I did get help to do the editing because I wanted to make it clearer but still keep it true to what Marius was saying. It's still not perfect. Honestly, it is quite a mouthful in parts, but it is much better. And I do come in as I normally do. I come in and I make comments or give little explanations, you know, after, you know, after certain parts of whatever Marius is saying. And the interesting thing is today for the healing I didn't come away knowing exactly how to orient the healing. And it's probably the first time in all the years I've done the show that I haven't said whatever I'm doing. I just know really what the healing is going to be about. Or I plan it. I I say, okay, I'm going to do the healing on X or Y topic or issue or whatever it is. But today I'm leaving it completely open. So we're going to amalgamate and see where the higher selves take me and I'm sure it will be really great, though, because I never do the healings or prepare them in advance, but I just usually get the idea of the, you know, what I'm going to do for the healing in advance. So I'm not doing that, that this week. There are several things. As you hear the words, you're going to think, oh, maybe the higher self will bring that up or bring this into the healing. And there are things like that. You are definitely going to get an idea of where the higher self could go with it. So we'll just see. We're going to leave it open. Okay, now this week um, we are doing the Marius that came through on April 29th, 1987. And Joan did start, as she always did, with her own amalgamation, and I'm going to read that as well because it's very powerful in its own right. And it was such a benefit for all of us that got to be there week to week with those amalgamations, and so I like sharing it with you. So... All right, let's take a deep breath, and we're just going to get going, guys. I didn't get any feedback from about Peter, so we're just, you know, not, I didn't get any feedback, but that's okay. Feedback isn't required. Uh, so we're just going to go ahead and start right off the bat. Okay. So I want everyone to just relax, take a few deep breaths, and we'll get started. <clears throat> Okay, let's clear our minds, please, and come together in a state of conscious alertness. And in the state of quiet consciousness, I want each of you to focus on the light within. We all understand that this light is a symbol of the pure soul essence, and we all understand that we carry within the center of this light our highest, most purest point of power. Now let us continue to consciously focus on the light. Allow it to grow until we are encompassed within its center. And in this state of centeredness, take just a moment to experience the oneness with all life on all levels in all dimensions. The pure soul essence is our connecting link to the totality of all that exists. And it is through this connection that we reach out and touch all life and all life reaches out and touches us. 
Now in this state of centeredness, I ask that we be taken into the originating source of all energy. I further ask that we be consciously amalgamated with all of our higher selves and with any other higher selves from any other realm or direction that care to join with us tonight. I also ask that each of us be pure and perfect instruments to receive from the highest level, to understand from the highest level, to articulate and manifest from the highest level this information as it presents itself tonight. Now, continuing to remain very conscious of your amalgamation and centeredness, let us focus our attention on the healing circle. And into the healing circle tonight, I would like to place everyone involved with this Wednesday group, with the satellite groups, and other groups we're not aware of in other areas of the world that are involved in assisting and working with the evolutionary concept of the higher heart consciousness and the new age concept. I would also, at this time, like to call in from any realm or direction, anyone, anywhere, who would desire to be part of this healing circle tonight. I would also like to place within the healing circle all of the people involved in researching and attempting to uncover a cure for AIDS, cancer, and all other traumatic illnesses. And I would like to place in the healing circle all those people who carry the seed of traumatic illness. As you know, the healing circle expands and grows to hold all that we place in it. So let us join now in placing our entire planet within the healing circle. And let us expand the healing circle to include the totality of all life and levels, and all dimensions, dimensions who require and desire healing and balancing. Very often when we as individuals think in terms of doing something to assist the humanities, there's a sense within us that at the individual level, there, that it is such an overwhelming task, it becomes difficult even to think in terms of helping to solve problems. When in reality, we've been told over and over again, within each of us, we carry not the problem, but the solution, which is found within that pure soul essence. And because we're connected to the totality of all life, and all life is connected to the totality of us, what we send out can help all life at all levels. We've been told often that we are not powerless and that we carry within us the power of the miraculous which is not to be received by us in an egotistical manner, but is received by us in a simple recognition that what we reach out and touch can be assisted. Holding that thought in your consciousness, let's focus our attention again on this healing circle, which symbolically speaking has expanded to include the totality of all life forms in all levels. And we collectively, as a group, standing in the center of the pure soul essence vibration, plugged into and at home with the originating source, amalgamated with our higher selves, now project into the healing circle, perfect balance and harmony, higher heart consciousness, oneness and unity and respect for all life forms, peace and tranquility, one with the other. Let us infuse into the healing circle perfect balance and harmony in every area of the body, of the soul, of the mind, and into every area of the outer reality. And let us infuse into the healing circle the desire within all life to reach for 
higher levels of understanding, of material understanding, of spiritual understanding, and let us infuse into the healing circle the desire on the part of all life to live in harmony, to accept each person, each group, each nation at whatever level they are on, giving them the right to be who they are and giving us the right to be who we are. Marius. Marius comes forward tonight to spend a little time with us and to discuss with us the idea of consciousness. He realizes we've been approached on this subject before, but he also realizes that it is very important that we understand fully the ideas and concepts of being conscious and using consciousness, strike that, using conscious thought in order to create. So he would approach us from a little different direction tonight in order to give us yet another perspective on consciousness and what it's all about. He briefly refers to his time on the planet with the others when they moved in to carry out the higher heart consciousness concept and reminds us that when they entered into the body, when they were born, to take up the role of pioneering the concept, the higher heart consciousness element of who and what they really were was placed in a state of what we might view as unconscious sleeping until such time the energy had built to a degree that the awakening would be appropriate. Janet, what this means is that Morris and the others were not awakened as children. It was not until they reached various levels of adulthood when the energies of the concept itself had moved into a higher frequency. And they then, at that point, had chosen to be awakened from their symbolic sleep state. Marius. He understands that there have been questions in the minds of people over the years as to why they cannot be awakened at the moment in time they come in to take on a body. And the idea generally stems from the fact that individuals who ask those questions seem to feel it would be a lot easier were they to awaken right away. And he indicates that individual souls will make their own choices about whether or not to be consciously awakened at an early age. And of course, each of the individual souls outlines and plays out in the manner that awakening will take place, whether it be as a very young child or later in life. But for the most part, any soul that is highly evolved, whether it be a highly evolved human or a fifth dimensional and human society form who takes on the body, if they were in a state of spiritual consciousness at the time they took on the body, it would be extremely difficult for the individual to be in such a consciously awakened state while contained within the density of the foreign body with the mentality of the surrounding soul being at a much lower level. So that for the most part, the souls who do chose, choose to process their awakening in a manner that will be more comfortable and more appropriately in keeping, strike that. So that for the most part, souls do choose to process their awakening in a manner that will be more comfortable and more appropriately in keeping with the energy as the energy itself and an evolutionary age begins to grow higher and higher and higher. Janet, again, what he's saying here is that souls choose to be awakened when the energy of the evolutionary age have grown to higher levels. It helps the soul to acclimate to the higher realities more easily. He says it would be very difficult to come into awakened state only to find the humanities were nowhere near where they needed to be. Imagine being awakened as a toddler with little understanding as yet at the mind level of the world around you, 
and almost no words to communicate. And around you are your family, peers, etc., who are not awakened. It is often felt by individuals that it's best to at least have some understanding at the mind level of how the world you've been born into works before you move into the more awakened state. I want to just compare this to another idea, something I've heard often that's related. Many people often wonder why we don't remember our past lives, why we come in deaf, dumb, and blind. And But think about it. Now that you understand that we've lived thousands and tens of thousands of lives, just imagine coming in and having all those lives at our fingertips as a child. Um, how confusing, how difficult it would be to acclimate to a new life, a new culture, a new planet, new parents, new society, while all the while we have these memories being in the moment, just readily available to us at a moment-to-moment basis. We've all heard of children who know past life at a very young age and how great an impact it is on the child and on those around him. Imagine what it would be like if thousands of lives were remembered. How much more difficult it would be to take a stand and be in the now when the past lives would appear uh, often in many different ways in the mind's eye over and over again. So in both these ways, both the ways that Marius explained and what I just explained about the past lives, the choice is most often made by the soul to be awakened at a later, not in the early childhood. It's just too much for a new child to take on for various reasons. Okay, Marius. So we took on the body at that point within the group of human souls who were processing at a mentality level evolutionarily evolutionarily speaking, that was very low. Therefore, the energy of the higher heart consciousness frequency was not running at the highest rate of speed at that time. And therefore, the awakening came about in a much slower manner than it will on this planet at this point in time, based on the evolutionary thrust that is taking place. Overall, the consciousness of the souls on the planet at the time was infused with all the scrambling with the force fields of energy upon the planet at that time. Marius will not address that since it's been addressed on more than one occasion, but he reminds us that the souls that were in place at that point in time were souls who were not evolutionary capable of understanding the higher heart consciousness message in its very highest, most purest form. Thus, when we as the higher heart consciousness group attempted to put the idea and concepts out, we did so in a pattern where the ideas and concepts were greatly veiled based on, again, the mentality of the souls we were working with. It was in the state, that state of veiled consciousness that the various mundane religions, such as Christianity, were played out. Thus, the people who carried the message forward from the state of veiled consciousness did so only to the highest degree that they were able to process at the time. In this way, the seeds that were planted and continued to be planted and continued to be harvested were based on the lower level of consciousness that was played out by all parties involved at that point in time. 
because much thought and energy and time and effort and action went into the planting of those seeds by many individuals, including myself, Paul, and many others. Those seeds were planted and kept alive within the consciousness of those individuals who received the seeds at the conscious thought level. Moving to this point in time on this planet, you also see the idea of thought being placed in consciousness, bearing seeds and fruit, bearing fruit. Janet, this is a mouthful. (laughs) Basically, what Marius is saying is that with consciousness comes power. And the ideas and concepts that came out of that period 2,000 years ago, as they moved into the consciousness of the souls around them, they continued to be moved to others over and over and over as time passed. This means these ideas were kept alive and they became more and more powerful because whether they were taken in at the belief system level or even if not believed, they were still in the conscious state. What this means is that these concepts, they were, came from a state of being veiled, but yet, so they weren't being carried out at the highest level of the higher heart consciousness concept, but they were being placed within the consciousness of the souls around them. So because these Seeds, this information, these concepts were in the consciousness. It carries great power and made no difference if the soul believed it or not. If you did not believe in the movement that came out of that period, you were in different camps that, that did not believe it. You still heard the concepts. You still had them in your mind, in your consciousness. So it is not the belief that brings the power. It is the consciousness that brings power. This is extremely important concept. It's consciousness that brings the power. Okay, Marias. Marias does not intend in any way to put the broadcast media down. And as we all know, the higher self never put anything down, but instead wishes to explain the ideas and concepts that are placed outward through the ability of the broadcast media to simultaneously pick up an event and then bring it to the consciousness of the world has created on this planet what could be viewed as a collective thought unit. Agreed, there are different ideas and thoughts about what is being put out there at every given, any given point in time. But the point he wishes to make is that we can see very clearly there is power in consciousness, there is power in knowledge, and there is power in thought. And for the most part, what is created on this planet would be viewed as a negative creation. Every time the news is broadcast, for example, in areas that deal with AIDS and the spreading of AIDS, the collective consciousness of the souls upon the planet that hold that in their consciousness greatly assists and helping to create the further spreading of AIDS. In areas that deal with wars and terrorists and other actions as they pertain to the taking of hostages, the taking of life, the need of one part of one, on the part of one nation to force their ideas onto another nation, the collective consciousness of souls upon the planet pick up on this and in their conscious thought 
with the help of consistent broadcast of this information, they help perpetuate and help create because there is a creative power at, in consciousness and in thought. Janet. Okay, first, Mario speaks of AIDS simply because at the time, 1987, AIDS was very prevalent topic in the news. Second, another term for the collective consciousness could be group think of something or something along those lines. And in and of itself, let us be really clear, group think is not negative. Marius only wishes us to understand that this is a very real phenomenon and that it has a powerful effect. And because much of it is negative in nature, it's important for us to understand the phenomenon. So he's helping us to become aware and cautioning us insofar as the immense power that it has. I know this is, this is heady stuff, okay? It's really heady stuff. I hope you're understanding it. Of course, you can listen to it over and over again. I had to reread it several times to make sure. And also, I worked with the higher self to make sure I was really understanding it in clarity. And I do feel that I'm clear on it. But I know it took me time to do it, so I'm encouraging you all to listen to this more than once. Okay, Mario. The point is being made simply to demonstrate to each of you that when we are told in consciousness and power, in knowledge is power, they want us to see and understand that this is very true. It is true, and it leans in this reality toward what we would view as a very negative creative power. But the thought is presented that if we can begin to harness and utilize the idea of conscious thought and take it toward a positive path pattern, we can greatly aid and assist the humanities by assisting and working in this collective thought consciousness, which is consistently bombarded with information on a moment-to-moment basis. In this understanding on our part, we can begin to assist in transmuting neutralizing the areas of energy that are being processed into this collective consciousness. It is for this reason that when we've been given exercises to work with, that we've also been asked to take time to consciously think about what we've created within the exercise. The more often we consciously think on that, the more energy we are adding to that. And in doing so, we ultimately create the outer reality of, in the outer reality whatever we are sending that conscious thought energy to. If an entire religious order can be established based on the power of holding something in consciousness and giving it a constant energy feeding, which was done when Marius and others were here before, then the power of consciousness can be taken out into the simultaneous moment-to-moment manner to all the world to create a far more forceful and far more potent frequency of positive energy. At the time of Marius, information was spread over a long period of time. But in this day and age, the ability to have information placed outward for all souls upon the planet to receive in consciousness is almost instantaneous. This greatly enhances all that we think about all that we give power to, all that we worry about and fear, all of this moves into the energy streams that are being spoken about and helps to reinforce and bring far more energy into these various situations. Janet, 
Of course, it's even more prevalent now with the influx globally of personal computers, smartphones, social media, et cetera, which weren't even present in 1987. They were just, personal computers were coming in in 1987, but they weren't prevalent globally. Marius, earlier in the healing circle, it was a higher self impress for me leading to for me to discuss the idea of the power that we each carry so that we can now understand with this power, we can work effectively to assist the collective consciousness to shift consciousness more toward that of a positive nature. In order for us to do this, we have to first take responsibility for our own part for falling into the trap of the news of the day. This means that we become conscious of what we're being made conscious of in areas that deal with information. The majority of individuals sit, watch television news, listen to radio news, read the news and magazines or newspaper, newspapers, and they're not conscious of what they're bringing, being given in their, in their consciousness. Once you take responsibility for being conscious of what you're being made conscious of rather than unconsciously reading it and accepting it and falling into the trap of whatever the information appears to be to you. In consciousness, you can begin to assist greatly in transmuting the negative force of energy around these various bits of information. Again, <clears throat> again you are not powerless in this reality as a fourth dimensional facade. You may feel powerless when you read in the newspapers or hear in the news that yet another hostage has been taken or yet another, another war has started, that yet another scandal is playing itself out. The power that you carry is the power of being able to consciously begin to infuse energy of a positive nature into the situations that are being fed into the collective consciousness of the souls. On the planet. It's often been stated that if you're in a dark room and you light but a single candle, you have light. If you light 10 candles, you have more light. So that each individual is a candle who has the ability to send the light. But when the group joins together in a collective experience such as this, the group can send a higher intensity of light with the energy of joining. As a result of this, we would like each of you to practice in consciousness, working with the negative situations that you are being made of with the idea that you must first be conscious of what you're being made conscious of. The key still is in consciousness. In consciousness is all power. Consciously focusing on anything gives power to what you're focusing on. Janet, just as a reminder, I say over and over again, that the amalgamation is accomplished by using our focus of attention. It is this constant conscious focus of attention that is the turn-on switch for our power, and we can use it to turn on that purest, most perfect, most potent point of power that we all carry, that pure soul essence. And then we use it to direct the energy to wherever we want it to go. Marias, you are not powerless. You are not helpless, 
any situation that touches you and that you are consciously aware of is a situation you can work with and assist. There are many different exercises that have been presented by the collective higher self over the years, many of which can be utilized by each of you individually to assist in lifting the collective consciousness of souls on this planet into a more positive, expectant, optimistic frame of reference. The idea of having concepts and information implanted into consciousness has created and will continue to create and perpetuate all of the negative vibrations until such time as the evolutionary energy has processed and taken all souls through that to whatever degree the soul can handle. But you and all of us can be of service at this point of time, not only by assisting humanities, but by but in assisting others like yourselves to begin to manifest what you consciously activate and focus your attention upon in a more positive, vibrant manner. Others have told you, and I agree, that it's easier at this point in time, at one level, for each of you to lay claim for that power, for you are closer to it than we, than when we were here, based again on the evolutionary thrust itself. Others have directed the idea that it was difficult for us because we were not in that awakened, and that it will be difficult for you because you are going to fully awaken. But in the overall pattern, as far as laying claim to the power that you are and that you carry, it will be far easier for you than it was for us, even though in our day we did touch and use the power of the miraculous from time to time. Be conscious of what you're being made conscious about, and then work to assist on the removal of those patterns from the negative and to create the higher, more positive results. Janet, this takes the power of positive thought way beyond just overthinking positive in your life. This is laying claim to the power we all carry where we can shift the negative of the group conglomerate thought form, that collective consciousness, to dissolve the negative vibrations and empower the more hopeful, productive, loving vibration. Marias, the rainbow bridge moved into any situation, assists in bringing balance and harmony. Working in the astrals on the force fields of energy of the planet will greatly assist infusing new ideas and thoughts and thoughts and concepts there. There are many different avenues of approach, and in the coming weeks, we would like to spend time in the healing circle with this group as a collective unit in order to begin to work in the silence to lift the collective consciousness of the souls on the planet. We would ask each of you collectively and individually to begin now to commit to being conscious of what it is you're being made conscious of and then to actively work to to bring changes into those situations to assist in bringing positive energy into what you are consciously being made aware of. We ask that you not leave and think to yourself, I really can't do that. I really don't believe I have that kind of power and ability. Please remember, when you activate from the pure soul essence and amalgamate with us, your higher selves, you are drawing upon the power of the miraculous that is within you. We've told you often, we've told you many times that you are the miracle. This world is waiting for the miracle to happen. 
And the miracle can happen if the miracle begins to work and assist in lifting the collective consciousness of the souls upon the planet. We ask that you be the best miracle you know how to be in any given moment in time. And we will remind you that practice makes perfect. And with that, that's the end of the Mariah's information. So it's me now. And what I want to say is keep in mind, this is superhero school. And we all can do this. I also want to bring to your attention that much over these past few weeks, that much of what Mariah and Sadakis, Peter, Mary have brought to us deals with energy, deals with working in the silence, deals with the power within. Their focus consistently reminds us that we are more than our jobs, our daily routines, that part of what we are here to do is to use these energies that we carry for good, for the good, for ourselves, for all souls, for the community, to help with the evolutionary process. This is not to say in any way, shape, or form that going out to work in a soup kitchen to help the homeless, the sick, or the struggling are not important endeavors. Instead, this is meant to encourage us to add to whatever we're doing in the direct, overt way, to add this energetic work to our lives. This is where the miraculous comes. This is where we can have major effects upon our own lives and upon others, upon the planet and upon the universe. The difficulty with these concepts is... I think for all of us is because we live in this fourth dimensional world where we all live by the five senses. And if we can't see a result, it's very hard for us to know that we've had an impact, that we've had an effect on the, the world. And this has been difficult for me from day one. And it continues to be difficult. I have had, over my many years of working, had some direct results shown to me in various ways. And so I feel certain and get behind this information in a way that maybe many of you can't. I want to encourage you to give it a try because it's If we add this, it certainly can't help. It certainly is not going to hurt anybody, ourselves or anything else. And as the higher selves, as Mario's pointed out, with the group collective, which is what we have here on the radio show, with the group collective, and with every re-listen, the collective is reactivated. So it happens over and over again with every replay, every listen to the archive show, we really do have a powerful effect. Now, I'm going to give you one example that uh, happened for me. And of course, anything I give you may be hard to swallow. So I'm not, it's not about belief because as Marius was really clear, it isn't about belief. It doesn't matter. It's in consciousness is the point. So whether you believe the message that I'm going to, the example that I'm going to give you or not, 
isn't important to me. And as you know, it's never been about belief. It's about bringing into consciousness ideas and concepts that plant seeds. And when you think, as all of us think about these ideas and concepts and maybe share them with other people, that grows and empowers these ideas and concepts, whether we believe them or not. And so I'm going to give you an example because I was I, I give so many examples over the years that it's hard for me often to come up with something new, but I remembered something new. The higher selves <laughs> reminded me that many, many years ago, I don't know, I think maybe 25 or so years ago, um, maybe 30, I was back east with in Vermont with family and I have a lot of friends who I share this information with, and I have two really good friends, Margaret and Nancy. And we used to get together every day or two to work on ourselves or on the planet. And one day, it happened to be a time where there was a tremendous drought in the southeast. And every day, like Marius points out, we're hearing of course back then they didn't have the internet so they you know marius doesn't mention getting on the internet and getting the news through the various uh, social media that that we all get news from today but in any case back then we were hearing the news about this drought in the southeast it was really reaching i don't know critical proportions and so one day my friends and I decided we would work on it. Now, you have to remember back then, I didn't have much practice. I didn't have much uh, experience with this. It's just the information, as you now know, is so vast. There's so much to absorb, so much to utilize, so much to practice. I mean, one of Marius's big Thing to help the planet is to continually use the higher heart consciousness energy. Now his big message is to heal the collective consciousness, that group think kind of process. So this is what happens over and over again. We would get these big, important, significant messages, and we'd work with it for a week or two, and then we get another big and important message. And it just wasn't enough years at that point that we understood, but I remember my friends and I sat down, we thought, you know, let's see if we can really do something for the drought. Now, again, this wasn't a collective consciousness uh, thing. At least we didn't think of it as that back then. We literally wanted to see if we could help the planet shift the weather pattern. I don't remember what we did, but we did spend quite a bit of time. We, of course, amalgamated. We asked for every higher self from everywhere that we could think of. We did everything known and unknown because back then it was a big, fat guess. A lot of the, the stuff that I give you now is stuff that I have worked on since then uh, and really come to understand at much different, more, you know, levels, more uh, expanded levels. But we did whatever we did, and we just worked and worked and worked on it that day. I don't know, maybe for an hour or two. I have no clue anymore, but it was a long time. Fast forward a couple, three days later, I left there, and I was driving somewhere. I don't remember where. 
probably down to Connecticut to visit with my mom. And as I'm driving, I have the radio on in the car. It was now serious, serious or uh, anything at that point in time. So I'm listening to the radio, and the news comes on, and it talks about a break in the weather, thunderstorms coming in, just dumping rain everywhere and throughout the southeast. Not enough to break the drought, but a huge piece to help this water-starved kind of territory. Well, I literally started crying. Um, <laughs> again, we don't know if it would have happened if we hadn't done the work, but I couldn't help but feel there was some effect from the work we did. And we didn't have, I didn't have any cell phones. So I literally pulled off the freeway whenever I could, and I called on a payphone one of my friends and told them the news. So, you know, life was different back then, but I do feel, and now, of course, there have been many other times where I felt that there was a very positive effect in the work that I do at the energetic level. So I'm very much encouraging you all to take in this idea and concept and understand that we do have power. It is only the fourth dimensional mask that we wear that tells us we can't do anything. One piece of light in a dark room means the dark room is no longer dark. We have multiple lights working in the collective on the show, as I do with my groups, but even in my private sessions, I do a collective kind of work and see the light moving out through the universe just with myself and one other person. This is a powerful message that Marias brings us today. And we all carry that miracle and we need to practice it and undo. If, you, if, if we come up with a, the naysaying about it, you know, let's begin there and neutralize that so that we can then expand to become that miracle that we are and to bring the miracle to the planet. Okay, so I just need to get a little water here. I hope that you guys understood it. It was really, again, heady stuff. Very, very much a mouthful. Um, even if you come away with just an essence of how important consciousness is, how consciousness creates, how the there is so much of this group consciousness of the souls on the planet that gets fed moment to moment with the global influx of almost instantaneous news, and that we have the power to help undo, so to speak, a lot of that group think that is more negative in nature. But we have to first become conscious of what we're conscious of instead of just reading it and taking it in and not really becoming consciously aware of what it is we're taking in. So, and when we do become aware, we can work to send light out to the parts of it that are negative. Some of the parts, I mean, obviously we get positive things, tremendously positive things that come across the internet. I know we all enjoy the positive stories, the, uh, the things that come across, you know, we're all drawn to it. So it isn't that it's all negative at all, but it's the negative group think, the negative collective thought consciousness that 
continues to pull down the humanities. And so we want to, and ourselves too, so we want to really begin to become conscious of it and work with it. So let me get some water and then I'm going to do the healing. And again, I have no clue (laughs) where we're going to go with it, but there's a lot to work with here. I'm sure you see that. I was just like, oh my gosh, where do I even start? So we're just going to let the higher self direct us. Okay. I do want you to know Mariah is here. He's coming in to work with us. He's he's giving us a lot of encouragement. He's just basically, you know, like... um, a, a, a sidelines cheerleader in a way, we can do it, we we can do it. If they were able to do it 2,000 years ago when the frequencies of energy were so much slower, so much less awakened, then he's saying we can certainly do it ourselves now. And I also see some of the others in the group coming forward. Um, Paul is here, Mary is here, Peter's here, and there are others that are here, too, that we haven't been introduced to, and I don't know that we will be introduced because I, I don't believe this was toward the end of Joan being in L.A., and she moved away in the latter part of 87, so at some point, the reflecting of these, uh, uh, of the group that, that did the higher heart consciousness did stop, but there are others that are here. So that's exciting, and they're here to add their energies um, when we get going on the healing. Okay? So, all right, let me add one more thing to drink. Uh, okay. So I'm asking that we all take a few deep breaths. Just try to quiet the mind. I know there's probably questions or confusion or insights or a lot of stuff running through the brain, and that's normal. And I want you just to allow that mind to come in and focus. And we've already been amalgamated once by Joan, but I'm redoing the amalgamation simply because I want us to all be conscious of being conscious and be conscious of our amalgamation. And so right now I see the uh, higher selves are indicating they want us to really focus on the pure soul essence. This, again, is our purest, most potent point of power, most perfect and potent point of power. And symbolically, I see the light being activated within the totality of all of us, known and unknown, listeners, past, present, and future, and there are many souls that have begun to, quote, unquote, attend these uh, Wednesday radio shows that don't, either don't have access to listen or, and they aren't a future listener as well. So they're calling on souls. There's some are out of body. Um, there's some on other planets. But the call has gone out, guys. This actually is bringing a little bit of a lump to my throat because it's, very cool. Uh, the call go, has gone out that the show is um, attended and uses energies that can help all of us. So there's souls here who need the help, and there's souls here that are want to help. 
So it's both. And so there are many here. So the light is being activated. The pure soul essence light is being activated within all of us. And it's creating a completely brilliant array of lights or a conglomerate beacon of light. And the higher self want each of us to spend some moments feeling this energy, the light that we carry. Feel its intensity. Sense it. Imagine it, however you might, and everyone will experience it in their own way, or simply say the words, I am my pure soul essence. Feel it moving into the pure the body. Feel that pure soul essence moving into the body, into the totality of that physical body. If you're out of body, feel it moving into the etheric bodies and everyone else, the etheric bodies as well, the mind and the soul, all of those bodies that we carry lifetime after lifetime. Feel the light moving into the totality of the soul process, filling the symbolic forever now moment. Feeling the light streaming, that beacon streaming into the universe, known and unknown, carrying the totality of that miraculous, powerful, pure, perfect light that we all are. At this point in time, I ask that we all become conscious of the amalgamation with the higher self and with any other higher self from any other realm or direction, including the, the, the group that is presently attending and supporting us, the group of souls that unfolded the collective, uh, the higher heart consciousness back 2,000 years ago. And we are creating an amalgamation of the conglomerate higher selves, the higher selves of each of the individuals present and other higher selves that have moved in to help this group. This is also bringing tears to my eyes. I may not be able to express it exactly, but there's a lot of help here, a lot of support for all of us to help with the planet as we know it and other planets, the humanities all over the human kingdom universe and all the souls at every level all over the human kingdom universe. And so this light is just encompassing the totality of all of us, the totality of this planet, the totality of the universe, known and unknown, and the souls that are feeling the call, that are responding to the call, come in as legions to partake of the light. So before we actively even use the light in any way, these souls have come in to partake of whatever energy that they are ready for. They take that energy into the soul banks and they use it in the, in, on the timing, in, in their own journey and process, on their own timing, they use it to move through and progress in their own evolutionary uh, journey. And it's just, I feel this like pulsing, guys. It's just this incredible pulsing. And now Marcus is stepping forward. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's just, um, it's really tears of joy because this is very powerful. And the first thing he wants to do, and he thanks me for reminding everyone that he wants to 
activate the higher heart consciousness energy. This is the energy, this is the concept that he carried 2,000 years ago. He played out the role at the facade level of Jesus, as we all know him, or the Christ, however you want to call him. And he, uh, he wants to uh, activate the higher heart consciousness energy so that we are now, and I'm seeing the pink energy with a flex of silver and gold, uh, come in and begin to pulse out, and each fleck of silver and gold is surrounded by its own white light. So this is a very powerful creative energy. We're calling in also the creative life force energy. This carries the power of the miraculous as well, and it helps create the higher heart consciousness concept in the universe. It helps bring it into manifestation because uh, all that creative life force energy wants to do is to create to manifest to express and so uh, this energy we're tapping into it because we have plugged into the originating source of all there is uh, i'm sorry but it's so overwhelming that i'm a little bit out of order here but we have already plugged into the originating source of all there is we've plugged into that creative life force energy that is present in the womb there the symbolic womb and that gives birth to and has given birth to the universe as we know it and many universes before this universe and it continues also to create new universes. It is a very powerful uh, energy. And so we are tapping into that. So the creative life force energy, the higher consciousness energy is very active right now to bring the manifestation of higher heart consciousness into the force fields of energy around our planet, around every planet. It's mo moving into the astral level, it brings um, this very high level, the highest, higher heart conscious level, consciousness is the highest healing energy there is, and so it is bringing that to the astrals, not only of this planet, to all planets, but it is really working on the group think. Keep in mind that, that the astral is the conglomerate of all thoughts, of all the humanities, of all time. And this is the heart of group think, because not only do people carry it individually, but every thought is carried that each individual has is carried into the astral. And this is where you have the group think sitting lodged the foundation. So we want to bring the light that we're carrying, this brilliant, brilliant light, into the astral to neutralize the thoughts of all the humanities of all times, the negative group thinks, the misunderstanding, the misconceptions, the misinterpretations, the, especially the negative perspectives, the negative viewpoints, the hate, the biases, the disrespect, the discounting, the hurting, the suffering, the wars, the conflicts, the pains, the agony, the depression, the anger, the rage, all of these kinds of things. We want to move the light into this home of the group think, this astral realities that I've spoken about many times, but not every time. 
but the astral is alive and well, and it continues to be activated on a moment-to-moment-to-moment basis by all the thoughts of all the humanities of all time. And so it is very important that we work on this astral. Okay, Marias is actually stepping back because he feels that we have addressed the, we've activated the higher heart consciousness energy. We've also activated and moved the energy into this group think environment. Uh, Paul is stepping forward at this time. Uh, again, I'm just letting them lead me because I really didn't know where we were going to go on this. And Paul wants to address the individual power of the miraculous, the individual idea of working on the self and becoming more consciously aware of what we're consciously aware of and to work when we become consciously aware of something to work on our own uh, astral our individual astral which is really the energetic etheric bodies that we carry the thought form body the habit body the emotional body they're all really one thing and we carry our group think within and it's a group from this life and all the lives that we've ever had so if we have the thought oh i'm sick we have a group think from all the lives that we have been sick and think oh i feel sick so it's a different slightly different interpretation it's bringing it down to the individual level but we are not absolutely never forgotten because it all starts with the individual And so Paul is here to direct us to, (laughs) I must be a basket case right now. I don't know, but I'm crying again because I really can feel this support that we have, this encouragement, this guidance that we have. And we all have a laundry list of things we need help with personally too. As much as we want to help others, as much as we want to help the world, we still are in process of our own awakening. We're still in process of our own soul-mind detox. So it's so great for when I feel at, you know, I really didn't know where to bring the healing because this was such a heady kind of bit of information for Marius and I just really appreciate the the stepping forward and so again Paul has come forward and he wants us to really address our own group think the group think that we have uh, developed over our own soul's journey as the sod souls and any other individual so it's not only us he's going to lead us through but literally this energy of working on ourselves individually is going to be sent to every other soul around the planet uh so we aren't we're we're using this opportunity to also help others help themselves now granted they will be only taking it in at the unconscious level but that's okay in consciousness is power but the energy also works even when it's not in consciousness So, okay, so I want everyone to, again, refocus on the pure soul essence. Remember that is the Panama Canal of self-help. This is where we carry that miraculous. This is our purest, most potent, most perfect, perfect point of power. This is what we need to focus on. And I want everyone to just focus that symbolic light that we carry into the etheric bodies into the group think of all the negative 
elements or issues that you have in your life, all the patterns, all the soul scrambles, all the things that are difficult, all the, uh, whether it's mind, body, or soul, it can be on any and every level. It's not just, uh, it's not limited to anything. This is, so I want it to, okay, the first thing I'm getting is we want it to neutralize the fourth dimensional mask, okay? The parts of ourselves that are so locked in to this fourth dimensional reality that it's so difficult to take in some of these expanded concepts and utilize them, to get behind them, to make time to use them, because we know how it is to go to a hospital and volunteer where actually see the help the results of the help we're, we're giving, it's much more difficult to take on at this symbolic level that we send out energy and we can help ourselves and others. And so much of that is because we live in that five senses world and we have these fourth dimensional masks or encrustments. And I want this light first. I want you to all send it out. Uh, Paul is indicating that these encrustments are very debilitating for us. They slow down our awakening. They keep us stuck in the uh, the fourth dimensional world when the whole movement now is to become connected to that fifth dimensional true soul essence and the pure soul essence. So I want you to see, and you can envision the encrustments in any way you want. These are sort of the, symbolically the solidified scrambles that we all have, the solidified, I mean, they aren't really solid, but they seem sort of encrusted patterns, soul scrambles, self-identity, uh, fears, doubts, um, addictions, everything is in this, these encrustments. And I want you to just send the light into these encrustments. Just pulse that light. Remember to activate the higher heart consciousness. Remember, we can heal ourselves. We can really work to neutralize our own individual scenarios of group think the group think of all the lives that we've had. And so we don't need to name all these encrustments, but I see layers and layers and layers of this fourth dimensional mass that we all carry. And so I want everyone just to keep sending the light to those inner layers. And as the inner layers become neutralized and absorbed into the light, the light is stronger still and it continues to move to the next layer of encrustments. Now there's also light. We're going to activate it outside. The light outside the encrustment. So we're getting both the inner layers and the outer layers being worked on simultaneously. There's a lot of fear here. Uh, there's a lot of fear. This is one of the major patterns that come, is coming up. It's, it's not only fear of the unknown, fear of change, fear of um, who we be when we become something different, you know, just all of these kind of fears, but, but also fears from real experiences we've had, fears of being hurt, fears of being abandoned, fears of being betrayed, fears of being killed, fears of being, fears of loss, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a lot of fears in these encrustments and they're tied in with a lot of different patterns. It's not just part of one encrustment. It's just like with the fear being worked on, we're getting holes in a lot of the encrustments because all the encrustments, or most of them, carry fear at some level. The next thing that is being worked on is lack, the lack of self-love, the lack of self-worth, the lack of self-forgiveness, the lack of self-acceptance, the lack of self-understanding. 
all of these lacks are being addressed by the light. The light has that, you know, ability to hone into the things that, that we're working on that, that don't match it. And I'm seeing more and more holes becoming pervasive through these, you know, of course, I'm looking at a conglomerate field, but I'm looking at the encrustments of the conglomerate of all the souls that are doing this work. Also, the there's a lot of um, hopelessness, helplessness, and powerlessness. That's part of everything. You know, oh, this is hopeless. I can't do anything about it. I'm powerless. You know, there's no way. I'm helpless. I, I, I don't, you know, I'm not enough. I'm incompetent or I'm, you know, this is bizarre and, and it carries with it a lot of self-doubt. So all of that is being worked on too. Now these are very, very common patterns. These are very, very much a part of the human kingdom consciousness. And so we, we are carrying that kind of group think like virtually every other human does, whether we're, it's the God or a true human. So we are really working and I'm seeing with these three main areas that we've worked with, the fears, the lacks, and the powerlessness, just to, uh, to summarize, I'm seeing a lot of air, a lot of light, a lot of um, opening in the impressments, which means the light is beginning to penetrate the light without coming in and the light within going out. So we are helping ourselves through this the process of awakening. Now, I do want to have us work, and Paul is indicating that we need to work on the physical body. Now, what is very, very important, and Paul wants me to remind you all, is that the body is as important as the soul. So often we, because we have been on this planet, many other planets in the human kingdom, where the laying aside of the body is part of the process in the human kingdom, that we sometimes neglect the body, we sometimes forget that it's important. As long as we're doing the spiritual lives, as long as we're good people, as long as we're whatever, we 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 feel uh, we are doing. That's what we really need to focus on. But Paul is indicating that it's really important to also focus on the physical body because the higher heart consciousness concept was supposed to have had. Marias not lay aside the body, but to transform the body while living. And this was to demonstrate to the humanities, uh, it wasn't done, the humanities were not at the level of consciousness to absorb that message, to understand it, to accept it in any way. So Marius did lie aside the body, lay aside the body, and he uh, resurrected. But the in for us, we are going to be demonstrating the transformation of the physical body. We are going to be demonstrating how important the physical body is to the evolutionary process for when the movement is into the fifth dimensional realm, the you take your body with you. So it is very important that the group think that the body is not important needs to be addressed. So we want the Paul is directing me to have us not only send the energy into the into the physical body, into every cell, every molecule, every system, every tissue, every organ, 
everything throughout the body to bring its powerful healing to I want to activate divine repair, divine uh, rejuvenation, divine regeneration, divine um, balance and harmony. I want to activate the divine plasma, which helps to rebuild. It's like a stem cell energy. We want to completely uh, address all areas of the physical body. And if there's anything in the physical body that any individual has that you want this energy to address, you go ahead and direct it especially to specific areas that you have. But in addition to that, the energy is moving into our etheric bodies. Very important to neutralize the ideas and concepts that death is part of the natural expected norm because it is that group think that is very much holds us stuck. It's part of the fourth dimensional mask. And Paul is reminding me that the only sin, quote unquote sin, that there is in the human kingdom is the laying aside of the body. And that is the only thing that cannot be forgiven. So any other transgressions and or anything that is done, good, bad, or good, or, you know, as bad as it could be, can be forgiven and can be neutralized and dissolved and moved into a higher frequency. But the laying aside of the body is the one thing that we all have to come to understand is no is not the end game. That the end game is the transformation of the body so that we can move into the fifth dimension. Now, those of us who are already carrying the dual soul nature, we do not have to learn that, but we have to remember it. We have to engage that knowingness in our everyday life. And in so doing, we need to send the light to help us get there. We need to absolutely uh, send the light into that group think that we carry. Now, of course, how many eons of lifetimes have we lived where everybody dies? So this is one of the major elements of group think that need to be addressed. And I'm actually kind of surprised they're addressing it today only because, I don't know, it just seems like maybe it could come in another come down the line, but they are addressing it. Paul really wants to bring in the whole element of physical health, physical respect of the body to, to infuse that into the, our own etheric bodies to empower whatever we're carrying there and to neutralize those elements that just fall into the belief systems, oh, well, this is a normal part of aging. This is a normal part of the body's uh, responses to aging or to illness or to, to dying. He wants us to begin the process to neutralize this very, very powerful part of group think in the human community. It is maybe the strongest. This is very interesting because this energy is moving into the astral, it is very much being taken all over the human kingdom universe because it is the evolutionary thrust is going to be bringing 
when it comes it you know when that when the leap is finally made and the originating source makes that leap the i do believe the human kingdom is going to look very very different and somehow this is extremely important throughout the universe not just on a planet that's preparing to uh within the next 2000 years make the the movement into the fifth dimension but to the entire universe, no matter where the souls are upon the planet. So it seems to be very, very important. Uh, um, anyway, so so I want us just to keep, just keep neutralizing illness, aging, death, and dying, all the belief systems around that, all the ideas that the body isn't important, that the body is uh, just something we express through, that it's less than in any way, shape, or form. Uh, the physical body is really important. It does not mean that, you know, it's a process of becoming more respectful and more more engaged with the health and the healing of the physical body. And it isn't only about eating right, exercising, perhaps taking supplements or utilizing the various methods of, uh, you know, doing yoga or various uh, alternative methods to help the physical body. All of those are important, including going to the doctor when you need to. What is really important here is to use these miracle energies we have to help us take care of our body. This is an element that is neglected. This is an element that is not expanded and utilized. Again, the message is coming and Paul is stepping back because he says, thank you, you've got it now. Uh, The message is to utilize the miracle within, not only for our own bodies, not only to neutralize the group think that we carry about the body and aging and illness and death and dying, but also to utilize it for others. This is a very powerful technique, and the more we use it, the more we we begin to uh, neutralize the conscious collective thought about the body, you know, the better, the less restricted we are in moving into higher levels of consciousness, higher levels of information and energy. It's part of the encrustments that we all carry. And so I'm seeing just a tremendous amount of energy being moved. Of course, the higher selves are directing and moving it wherever it needs to go. I, I couldn't possibly uh, do what they're doing, you know, coming from this sad, um, soul that I carry, but I do see them. It's like Keystone Cops, Joan used to talk about that. It's just like it's so fast, you cannot really track the movement. And it's being this energy is being brought to wherever it needs to go. Souls are coming in to partake of the energy. And this goes back to Joan's um, opening where she asked to put everybody in the healing circle that not only is experiencing a traumatic illness, but anybody who has the seed of the traumatic illness in the physical body. So it's not yet manifested, but they're carrying the seed, meaning that in all likelihood, it will manifest. So so what I want us to do is I want us to work on, for ourselves individually, all the seeds 
that we have, that we're all carrying in some way, shape, or form the seeds of illness, and let's expand it, the seeds of aging, the seeds of death, and the seeds of dying. Those are what we want to neutralize. And you can see it symbolically as actual seeds. Uh, you know, while I've been, I've been a heavy smoker, uh, I'm not talking about me personally because I never did smoke, but I'm just saying as an example, somebody might think, oh, I've been a heavy smoker for 35 years, 40 years, 50 years, 20 years, whatever it might be. I probably have the seeds of emphysema or lung cancer. What we want to do is we want to go in and we want to neutralize those seeds. Very likely there are those seeds there. I don't know. But what we want to do is we want to neutralize the idea that those seeds have to manifest. We want to actually heal those seeds so that they are no longer present. Some of the seeds may be uh, genetic predispositions. We want to heal those too. We want to go in and actually change we want the divine uh, miracle here to change the DNA, moving the moving it around, changing it, re reorienting the DNA in the highest ideal, so that that seed, that predisposition to some disease, does not step forward. We are the miracle makers, guys, and we can create the miracle in our own lives. I don't know about you, but I am feeling an intense energies around the physical body. I am feeling. Um, if we can break through with our concepts on the body, it just, you know, the sky's the limit. It seems to be this whole thing about the body and all the things we, all the belief systems we have about the body seems like pretty much of an anchor. And if we can neutralize that anchor, uh, it feels like really the sky's the limit. It's like we're in a hot air balloon, ready to awaken, ready to move up into the higher levels of understanding, consciousness and moving into and accepting all that we are, the anchor is, is holding the balloon down. And it seems to be the physical body is very much the beliefs we have about the body, about illness, aging, death, and dying, seems to be anchoring us and keeping that hot air balloon from raise, moving up. So I want us to see the anchors, aging, illness, death, and dying. There's four of them, one at each corner symbolically, uh, you know, tethering the hot air balloon that we're standing in individually, collectively, however you want to see it. And I want us now to send the light down into those anchors. And I want to see, we can imagine the anchors are bags of sand, <laughs> you know, like they actually use with, or they're tethered into the ground. I want to see the light move into those bags of sand, rip them open, and have that sand dissolve into the light and allow, and I see the balloon now shaking, now, you know, pulling uh, the fires within the, the symbolic fire that's trying to get the balloon up in the air. All of that is being built up. The balloon is just pulling at those anchors, just pushing to, you know, we all want the awakening yesterday. So there's all this motivation within each and every soul. We're consciously wanting this miracle. And I want everyone to just keep focusing on this miracle that we can neutralize the encrustment, the anchors, whatever you want to call it, of the aging, illness, death, and dying, those belief systems, those habit patterns, the emotional issues that we associate with them, 
the whole idea that the body is unimportant. Whatever it is, the doubts, the fears, the misconceptions, the misinterpretations, I want all of that to be, and the, the balloon is struggling to take off. It's almost like vibrating. It wants to go so badly. And I'm just asking the higher selves to please help with this dissolving of the anchors and whatever the symbol is. I see a tremendous amount of light hitting those anchors, moving up the the tethers to the balloon. Uh, The light is dissolving the tethers even faster than the anchors. And it's somehow dissolving the tethers seems to be the way to go. Whatever hooks us to those anchors, whatever keeps us holding on to them, that's the tether. That's, you know, maybe the belief systems. I'm not sure, but the tethers are beginning to fray. They're beginning to um, loosen. And with the, the push for the intention to move up, the intention to awaken the desire, the, uh, the activation of the symbolic heat. Um, okay, they're starting, I'm starting to see the fraying is so much that they're breaking, the tethers are breaking. And I want each and every one of you to keep working on this individually. The higher self told us way back when, and I'm sure I've mentioned on the show before, that the four most important, and now I know why they're most important, because they're they're holding us back from the awakening, the four most important things are the aging, illness, death, and dying. We've seen in every life people age, people ill, people dying, and people dead. We've seen that in every life, including in ourselves. So it is very, very intense, very, very locked in, and the higher selves are indicating to me that a lot of of movement has happened, but it's not done yet, that, that the individuals, each individual needs to work on these four very important concepts. With that, the the impression is that there's a giant um, cocoon of light going around everyone. I'm seeing it now as a conglomerate cocoon, uh, enabling us all as a group to continue to process. Because as a group, whatever we process is going to continue to move out into the astral, around the planet, around the universe continuing to bring these very powerful, miraculous energies to so many uh, other than ourselves. So the the conglomerate now, uh, the cocoon, I mean, the cocoon is going around the conglomerate. So we are working not only individually, continuing to work, but as a group, we are continually to collectively help those around the planet as well as ourselves. So that was interesting. I don't think I've seen that exactly before, or if I have, I haven't understood it exactly. So um, with that, and I'm wiped out, I have to say, the energy is so high. With that, the healing has is over. The group that has been joined, that joined us, they're still here. They're still part of the processing and helping all of those that are um, past, present, and future that are part of the group and um, part of the show. And oh my gosh, I'm just, 
Who knew? Very interesting. I want to thank uh, everyone that was on the show. I want to thank Marias and, and Paul or Sadakas, Paul's fifth dimensional name. And of course, they said that the fifth dimensional names are just so that we have a name to use, but they really aren't their names. They don't use names in the fifth dimension. So they're not, um, they're not really necessary. But in any case, uh, we know them as Sadakis and Marias, and I want to thank everyone else that, that helped. Whew. And next week, everybody, um, we have Paul. Again, it's a very interesting one. Um, I, I reread it a couple weeks ago. I can't remember at the moment what it is. I should have checked on it to tell you, but it is an interesting one. A little more down to earth, not quite so heady, uh, as I recall, but uh, I think you're going to really like it. And I do want to encourage everyone to become consciously aware of what you're being made consciously aware of. <laughs> Such a mouthful, that sentence, but... Mariah said it over and over and over again, so I let it stay in there. Uh, I know you all know what it means. It's just seems like a mouthful to me, and so, but I did let it stay in there because I know you guys all are all over it. You do understand what that means. So when we take a look at Facebook or some news agency that we were tap, you know, tapped into or the TV or whatever we, when we hear about various events, I'm going to ask that each of us spend a few moments, focus on, become one with that pure soul essence, plug into the originating source of all there is, amalgamate with your higher selves and just send that light, that miraculous light to that that energy, that information, you can see it as a just a kind of a swirling mass of snakes as the image comes to my mind, some, some uh, let's say, some news story. And this isn't to denigrate in any way the news stories. I do hope you understand that because there are positive stories, many more of which are coming out these days than used to. But when you see one that's difficult, like some sort of... Uh, you know, genocide going on. I'm seeing it like kind of an image of a ball of snakes. See it in some image like that or any symbol that you wish and just send your light and encompass that ball of snakes and understand that it is going to add that light to that information. It's going to neutralize as much as it can uh, the effect that information is going to have. It's also going to move into the astral where the information as it's picked up by the individuals start thinking about it and all those thoughts move into the astral. So we have a lot we can do. And, it, you know, it doesn't mean, you know, we all do this, right? We're standing in line somewhere and we get out the cell phone. We're waiting in the post office or we're uh, waiting to be helped for something or uh, whatever, um, we're waiting for a call or we're waiting for a meeting or whatever. We pick out, we take out a doctor's appointment. That's one. We, pick, we take out our cell phones, don't we? And, we? and when we see something on your cell phone that's something difficult, you know, something painful, something hurtful, something upsetting, just send, spend that moment to amalgamate and send information like that, send your light, that miraculous light into that information. And it just will get absorbed and utilized in its own way. And do I understand totally how it's going to be 
utilized? And no, I don't know exactly all that it does. Uh, when we're more awakened than we are now, we're going to know. We're going to get it in a way that we don't necessarily get it now because the energetic side of life is, is more difficult at, in the human level to really connect to because we can't see it, we can't touch it, <laughs> we can't hear it, we can't taste it, whatever. So the, so the fact of the matter is that it's difficult, but I'm asking each of you to just allow yourself the idea that you are the miracle and practice. Use this to practice with. When you have a situation and condition in your own life, use your light for that too. If we can become conscious of what we're becoming conscious of, what information, what situation, what condition we're being made aware of, whether it's in our own life or through a newscast, send the light in, begin the healing. Help the group think, move from the more negative to the more positive. And we will be helping tremendously on the planet. And with that, I'm going to say goodbye. Uh, you can always email me, Janet at JanetRichmond.com or info at JanetRichmond.com. I, I just rarely get emails, and so I'm always concerned that that's still working and periodically I check and it does seem to be working. Uh, remember, there's no comment, no question too silly, too stupid, too unimportant to, uh, to communicate with me because if you have the ideas, the concepts, the questions, the confusion, whatever it is, so will many others. And I just really would like to encourage everyone to reach out to me. Uh, I do always forget to get the call-out number, uh, the call-in number if you want to call in. Um, I'm ridiculous because I should give that out at the beginning of every show, but it's 646-668-8565. You can write it down if you're still listening. I will try to remember to do it from now on because I can take callers in, it, 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 people who call in. I don't know why I don't. Um, it's just the way the show has evolved. Uh, anyway, so with that, I'm going to say goodbye to next week. And thank you so much for being part of my life. It is so powerful, so exciting, so wonderful. Uh, I really love this show and every, everyone who is a part of it directly and indirectly. So have a great week, and I'll be here with more from Paul next week. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.